book is good about. Her second book was it was to like bring you closer and be like. And I was talking to my mom about it. And a bottle feed. Are you in your heart? Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, welcome to Coffee Confessions. Hi guys, happy Monday, happy Mother's Day. Well, I guess we should say happy past. Yeah, there we go. Belated Mother's Day since um, it was yesterday, but we hope you had a great one. It's a little different this year because last year, most years I get to spend it with Cody. And so it's been a long time since I've been by myself with one. And yeah, well, I didn't get to spend Mother Days with my friend, but we hope you had a great one. Um, Obviously, I think you can kind of think about what topic is coming, something motherhood related. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's one that's kind of been on our hearts because I think it's a really hard feeling um, to navigate because it's like, I, let's just kind of dive into it. But we're going to talk about that last baby, that having the last baby and all the emotions that go into it. Um I don't know. I know a lot of people are like, um, I'm done. I'm so done. I'm so done. And I was like, I mean, I am. I'm glad to be done with diapers and, you know, um, baby food and bottles and all that stuff. But there is just something that is so hard for me to swallow about being like, I'm never going to have a newborn again. Like, I'm never going to be able to bring that baby home. And so when Cody, like, came out and had another one, I, like, eat it up. Like, that was my baby. And I like lived through her, but it's just like, I don't think anybody understands it as like, it's something that I think you can understand it until you are living it or navigating it because you don't know what the, like, you don't know how much you miss it until you watch somebody else doing it. So like you and I were like done, like with the two four-year-olds, we were pretty much done. And I was done. KB was just a surprise, a, a mishap. If you will, it was not good planning on our part, um, as far as like tracking cycles and stuff, but he, he gave me in a sense, I think I really cherished my last baby with him because I didn't, and you probably agree, but, and I think you probably, that's why we cling to KB is when I had my kids, it was so back to back to back to back that mm-hmm. a lot of it was survival. And I was like, when my first baby was 18 months old, I had another one. And then when they were three and 18 months old, I had another one. So a lot of my days ran together. And then when KB was born, it was like, I had a, I had a well-established routine. I had older children and I really got to be like immersed in newborn. I got to like, enjoy it. And I got to be there and savor it. And just time was slow versus before it was like, okay, we got to get up. We got to do this. We got to make yeah. it was just, it was really, well, I feel favored. like when you get that though, it's easier to put the last baby down, right? Like, it's kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm ready for it. You got to savor it all. Mm-hmm. I got to savor my first Natalie is three and a half years older than my others. Um, so I got to fully enjoy like the baby, the toddler, you know, all of her speech, all of her fun quirks. I got to enjoy all of that um, fully. Like I can remember her looks, her facial features, her, you know, she's, she had dents on for like her first 18 months of life. And it's just like, I can remember all those little things. But when it comes to my middle child, I was like struggling with postpartum depression and things like that. And it's just like, 
a blur. He had colic and then I had another baby and that one didn't want to sleep at all. And then my husband was gone all the time. And that was the summer of 2019. (laughs) And it was, it was just a lot. Like you're just going through a lot. And so I was like, I'm done. Like my body doesn't tolerate pregnancy. Well, I was like, I don't want to put my health. I had an asthma attack during the birth of my last baby. So I was like, I, I think this means I'm done. (laughs) Like I think physically it means I'm done, but emotionally I feel like it's just really hard to be like, I didn't like we're done. You're mm-hmm. done, done. Like I'm, I'm. It, we're done. You're not going back there. And I think it's hard when you see like people with little babies, right? Like when I see with KB, it's just like, oh my god, I'm never gonna have that again. Right. And it just, it's easier, I think, like out of sight, out of mind when you don't have a little one around you. So it's kind of like, oh, I'm enjoying this phase fully. But then you see that baby, and I'm like, please don't think I'm like a weirdo if I'm like over here drooling over your baby because I'm just like, oh my god, it's so cute. It's a newborn. Like, oh, like I never gonna yeah. have to smell the feel. The, like everything is just so tiny. The little baby scrunches. Our oh, friend the Grace. The scrunch is my favorite. Um, yeah, she like recorded the little scrunch oh, when she picked it up. I was it. like, my ovaries are exploding. <laughs> like, yes. like it's I so think cute. the hardest thing about it is that a lot of things in life, you don't realize that they're like, fi- like it's final. You know what I mean? It's something that you can never go back and do because a lot of times in life you can say, oh, I'm never doing that again. Like I'm never going on a roller coaster again, but you know, you always have the option to go on a roller coaster again, mm-hmm. but as a woman, once you have your last baby, like you're not going back there, regardless of whatever that might reason might be, it might be financial. It might be health. It might be whatever the case is, but even people say like, I'm one and done. You can't tell me that you don't look off at somebody's newborn or toddler. I I love like my least favorite phase is the phase I'm in right now with KB is about nine to 18 months. It's just not my favorite. I love a newborn and I love a toddler when they're like, they, when they're quirky and they're funny and you don't (laughs) like, they're not even trying to be funny, but they're like hilarious. And I love that age. Um, right now we're in sleep regression and we're all in all of those things. And I catch myself thinking like, I'll like, look at my four-year-old and be like, he was the baby. Like you were done. You were so done. And you would be, you would be sleeping right now. And you would be, you know, going to do whatever you wanted without a baby on your hip. And this is not to say that I don't love KB. I love him so much, but, um, I was at a place where I was done, done, done. And then, you know, now I'm like, I already navigated these emotions and I have to navigate them again. And I'm one of those weird people that it's not even so much the last baby. It's that experience. I, I enjoy being pregnant. I enjoy labor delivery. I just, it's, it's fascinating to me. And I, and it's such, it's like the closest to God, I think you can ever get. And I think that is just so like humbling and it's just an amazing experience. And I know not everybody has that same experience. Some people get really sick. It's everybody's pregnancy is different for myself. I've always really enjoyed it. Um, and so I think for me, it's those, like, I'll never feel like a baby squirm inside of me again. I'll never feel like a jab or like poking at them and, and picking on them in the belly. Like that to me was like the hardest thing is when I see other people pregnant and just like, I, I guess I'll just always miss my bump, I guess. Mine's not so much a lump. I can live without that. (laughs) I'm short and little and it was just cramped and it was not my favorite. Um, I, you know, was going into like early labor. I had to have shots and everything with all of mine. Um, I just didn't tolerate it well. So I guess mine wasn't as Mm -hmm. comfortable for me, but it's still like, it's just, 
it's something that I don't know. I'm a mom. That's I'm a mom. That is like my title that I cherish. And I hold like, if there's anything I do well in life, it's being a mom. Like I'm confident in my skill. It's gonna make me cry. But like, it's, um, you can thank my cycle for that one. So you're <laughs> um, but it's like, that's my best job. That's like my favorite title. That's my favorite thing. Like I've been a stay at home mom for almost 10 years now. And it's like, it's all I know, you know, and it's, it's kind of scary to be like, you know, oh, they're going to go into the world and do their own things, the bigger they get. And I see all these stupid videos on Instagram. They're like, you know, if once they hit like 12, then you're halfway through your summers with them. And I was like, don't put that thought in my mind. (laughs) Like, let me, let me live the day to day. Okay. Um, and you have, you know, you're hard on yourself. You're like, I wasn't the best mom today, or I don't feel like I, I was overstimulated or I snapped or I did this or I sat. And, and so then it's like, I'm even harder on myself. Cause like, we're not going to get this back. I'm not going to have this time again. And so like, I'm trying to be the best that you can be. And when you look at it, it's just like, you know, a lot of people will be like, um, I never want kids. I never, I never, uh, you know, kids ruin your life and all this. And I was like, you've never, you've never had a baby placed on your chest. If you think kids ruin your life, you just, yeah. you've never, there's, I was dying. I was literally blue and they put a baby on my chest. And I was just like, this is, this is, this is it. This is what it is. This is huge. Like, this is something that I will never forget. Like it's, it was my favorite thing, you know, like just that, that stage as scary and as hard as that is like to go through labor and then to be presented with this. I had a, um, a, um, what are they called? Birth photographer. Right. (laughs) And I got to see like the actual stages with my son. Like I got to see, you know, like me in pain and hurting and like sad and like the scariness on my face. And I got to see like my baby and, you know, like graphic photos, but like, I, I like, this is my job. This is what I was made for. And to see that it's just like, wow, like you said, it's like the closest to God you'll ever get. It's a miracle to see these things. And so I'm just like, I know you've never had one. You've never had experienced a yeah. baby. You've never had a baby like love you and call you mama. Um, my my four, four year old is calling me mother recently. He's like, mother, mother. My, and I was like, my, uh, <laughs> my six year old has learned my like government name and he's like, Cody. Cody. And I'm like, who the hell do you think you are actually like in the carpool lane? He was like, can I call you Cody? And I was like, no. And he was like <laughs> trying to butter me up. And he's like, okay, I just think it's a really great name. And I think it looks really good on you, Cody. And I was like, first of all, he's like, fine, fine. Can I call you mother? I said, yes, you can call me mother. Yeah. I was like, where do you get this mother from? Yeah, you know, exactly. like, I'm not there yet. We all call your mom's nicknames though, right? I called mine Madre. That's what we call my mom, Madre. I don't have nice ones for mine, so I won't say them. (laughs) Not in a, not in a like hateful way. We just, we're just assholes to each other. Um, But you know what I really struggled with um, having my last baby and watching my first baby was, I was, like you said, very critical of myself as far as like how, how much, I don't want to say first date. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Okay. Here's, this is where my head's at with Kyler, my oldest, much like you, I was able to savor a lot of it until she was about 18 months. But then right after that is when I got really sick with Crohn's and then I had a premature baby and like a whirlwind, like whole year Mm -hmm. almost. Um, and so I always catch myself like looking at the life I've given KB and the attention and the, like, I'm able to dote on him and love on him Mm -hmm. and all these things. And then I go back and I'm so critical of myself because I'm like, 
I'm savoring him and I was surviving with the rest of them. And that's really hard as a mom to go like to wrestle that emotion and those critical moments, because in my rational mind, I know that I was just doing what I had to do to be a good mom and to make sure that everybody was taken care of. But also at the same time, I'm very critical of myself and I'm like, I could have done better. I could have been a nice, mm-hmm. I could have been nicer. I could have, you know, put more effort into doing this and that I like, I love that there's moms out there that do like the whole sensory bin and just like, <laughs> I hate my own sensory bin. Okay. <laughs> super like hands-on moms, but I, I'm not one. I don't like to play. I don't. And I always feel like the biggest jerk when my kids are like, do you want to play with me? And I'm like, for your sake, I'm going to try, but I know that in like five minutes, I'm going to be over this and I don't want to do it anymore. And so I, I'm very critical on myself as a mother, because I I don't know. I just, I'm conscious enough to know that I could do better, but also rational enough to know that I'm doing my absolute best. And then somewhere stuck in the middle is like my, my psyche of like, tug tug of war like which which one's going to win today am i going to be rational or am i going to be you know critical of myself well it's like um you're like i we always have tomorrow we'll do it tomorrow like yes. let's let, i'm tired i'll do it tomorrow but then you like think about it and we are surprising our kids with disney this summer um and okay, my daughter are been- felicia is <laughs> oh okay but um well i was, I was I'm talking not, i'm not but gonna- um not that I didn't try. Okay. So anyways, we are surprising our kids with um, Disney this summer. And my daughter has been really into Stitch. So she's nine years old. And um, I, I don't call me a helicopter mom or whatever, but I don't let my daughter do a lot of things that other nine-year-olds do, right? She's not running the streets. She's not, she doesn't have a cell phone. She doesn't have social media. She doesn't have all that. So like when she is into something that is like, you know, like Disney and their Disney princesses and all this stuff. I like love it. I'm just like, please be a child as long as you can enjoy all these things as long as you can. So we are going to Disney and I like booked a breakfast where you could have dinner or breakfast with Stitch. And she's so into Stitch. And my husband's like, why do we need to do that? Da, da, da. And I was like, because this, because this exact reason. She's so into him now. And I don't know if she will be after we go. Like, I don't, like after summer, it's like, I, what if she's into a whole different phase, right? Right now she's like, oh, I want a Stitch birthday party. And I was like, I want to give her all that. I want, she's so, she's going to be so happy to see Stitch, like a real life Stitch. Um when she goes because she's so into it and I don't want to be like, Oh, we'll do it next year. Next year. She might not be into it. Right. So you're always telling yourself, Oh, we'll do that. But you're never prepared for the moment where they don't want to do that anymore. You're never prepared. Like when I went into my, you know, third pregnancy, I was like, Oh, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. done." Right. Like I was, I was pregnant literally like four months later. So I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. But you never realize like, done means done. Like done. you're not, mm-hmm. you're not having those experiences and you don't think about it. You're like, Oh, I always can. I always can. I always can. And you, you're not, there's no more flutters. There's no more first sonograms. There's no more, you know? And I was like, we're never going to have that. You're never going to have like the yeah. gender reveal where she had the, you know, thing and you get to find out what it is and you're never going to have the, you know, newborn place on your chest. I'm never going to leave a hospital with a tiny baby again. Like, Low-key though, that is like the most vulnerable moment of your life where it's like, I know. oh, shit, this, even I if you're this. like an experienced parent, oh you're my like, gosh, yes. It's, it's like, wait, again? wait, 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 yeah, and like y- y'all want me to go. Okay. okay right. Okay. I'm well, fine. I think this you focus fine. on the, um, 
you focus a lot when you're like, it's my last baby. You focus on a lot of things, right? Nobody's going to need my stomach anymore. Thank God. <laughs> like Nobody's going to be up in there anymore. Thank God. I'm not going to have to have an epidural again. Thank God. Right. Yeah, that, but it's like, that one. <laughs> it's like everything else comes with it though. Right. Everything else. It's like, we're never going to have a one-year-old again. Right. KB's almost one. And then we're done. Like I say, we're, he's mine too. <laughs> we're <laughs> we done. done. Like, we, we won't have any more of that. I won't like, unless we make friends with babies, like we don't, there's no more. There's yeah. no, I don't get to see, you know, I like, I don't say like I envy you, but I'm just like so happy. I know when it's like you're in these trenches of motherhood, it's hard to see the, the things. And I think maybe if you struggle with pregnancy, you cherish it a little bit more and you're a little bit more thankful. But like when you're a mom of multiples and you're just like in there, it's kind of hard to see. But then like look over, look over at me and Cody that we're in the other shopping cart staring at you with your newborn baby. Like you got this, like this, yeah. enjoy it. Like yeah. you never put him on the carrier, right? Every time Cody brought the baby, I was like, give me him, give me him, give me him. <laughs> like, I don't care where we're at. Just give me the baby. Like, give me him. And I'm glad that you said that. Cause I had wrote a post that I don't know when it's going off. It's, it's coming up. So if you see it, then you can put it two and two together. But, um, I, I said something along the lines of when I was pregnant, I couldn't stand for people to be like, well, the time goes so fast. The time goes so fast. Right. Yeah. I hated that. But as I'm writing this and I'm thinking of like these people that would say it to me, I had like this epiphany moment and it's like, every time they said it though, they didn't say it like all the time goes, they didn't say it rudely. They said it with like this bittersweet tone where you could see them look, oh, it makes me yeah. cry. see them looking at your baby and in the back of their mind, they were reliving their memories mm-hmm. of their baby. And so, and I catch myself doing that too. And, and I think a lot of times when you're a mom and you're like in the Walmart and you're trying to just keep the chaos to your buggy and just get out it's easy to see or feel like it's judgment and people just staring at you. And in reality, I think a lot of it is that they, they want to be like, they want to help you or they want to say you're doing a good job, mm-hmm. but they probably don't want to like, you would be like, get the hell away from me, you weirdo. Um, so I think a lot of people just kind of look at you and think of like, Oh, I remember when I had to go do that. I remember when I had a newborn and, and all these things. And so, yeah, it's just like, I catch myself even doing it now with KB and barely one, but I, it's like, I just, that the smell of a newborn, the, the scrunch them, mm-hmm. just, those naps with them on your <laughs> chest are the best. Naps. I was just thinking of my camera roll. I send Cody pictures all the time. Like, look how little he was. <laughs> She's like, I, I know. know it's my kid. I was like, I don't care. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's so hard because then you're faced with reality of how quickly they do grow up. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you're like, Oh my, my last baby, my last baby. And then I, my last baby and my first baby are twins, literally spinning image twins. Mm-hmm. And it puts in reality how quickly the time really went. I mm-hmm. feel like I'm like, it's like I blinked in it and she's nine and he's going to be one. And even when I think about my kids, they're on this kick of being like, when I'm in this grade, what, what grade is KB going to be in? Or when I'm this old, how old will KB be? And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I cannot believe that. Even when mm-hmm. you're 16, I'm going to have like a, a little guy, like we're going to have this, this little dude running around and stuff. So it's so easy to just get wrapped up in the bitter, the bitter sweetness of it. But also there's a lot of like, it's like a lot of funness because as they grow too, you're growing into a new parent with them. So, you know, our little guys are going to start kindergarten this year and that's going to be a fun experience. I think we've, we've sent many into kindergarten it's not going to be anything new, but I think it's because it's going to be the babies. Um, I feel like 
it's like the tribe of kids. And then KB's kind of over here on his own <laughs> little baby. All, yeah. Like he's in his own little group. Um, and so like the babies of coffee are going to kindergarten and it's kind of like, mm-hmm. this, that's so weird because, well, I think you get caught in this stage, right? It's like right now I'm stuck in, like, we didn't have kids in school. We yeah. didn't even preschool. Like we didn't have any of this until now. And so it's like, okay, I'm navigating something new. We have two hours of free time. Like how, what are we going to do? Cody and I are like, okay, are we working? Are we shopping? Are we, what are we doing in these like two hours that we have? And then, you know, the next, like here comes kinder. And I was talking to my husband about it the other day and he's like, you're going to be home by yourself all day. And I was like, I really don't know like what to do by myself all day. Like, I don't like, okay, I'll have my errands, but my errands are all going to be done. I like did now because that's how like I'm programmed. <laughs> getting bored and going to find like a little part-time job in a bookstore or a Starbucks. Me, I can yeah. see. I'm going to buy like, all of the books all yeah, the time. But you're it's working like, you know, for book money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but you don't really realize it, right? You're just living in the moment. Right now, our days are filled of, you know, half days and, you know, learning letters and story times and cars and dinosaurs. And it's like you wake up. I, I You literally just wake up one day and they're like, I don't like that. I don't no, want to play, play that anymore. Nintendo. I want to like, play the Nintendo. <laughs> can I have a switch? My daughter is like, I need a sketchbook so I can draw on it. And I was like, since when do we play with sketchbooks? Like, why, uh, why are we not playing with Barbies? And she's yeah. like, you know, can I have this? And the, and like, you know, the gifts came more expensive. I'm like, why do you ask me for $200 gifts versus your $5 Barbie? I know. I was like, thinking about that too. I'm thinking like, I at least have... I, I only have to afford like big gifts for like the next three. Like I have four kids to buy big gifts for like the next few years because KB, I can still get away with like, oh, here's a basketball from Fisher <laughs> Price. I can wrap that up and give it to you and it'd be fine. But like, yeah, they, like you said too, they like, they're ever changing. So it's like when mm-hmm. I feel like I get my grip on who you are, like the mm-hmm. next day it's something new. So my nine-year-old is super into like, I don't know. She's, she's a self-proclaimed tomboy, but she's still girly. And she wants me to, you know, make sure I know that like, mom, I'm a tomboy, but I'm a girl. I'm like, I know, like I was there when <laughs> you were born. I know. I was I know a tomboy before. <laughs> and so, um, like we're, she's into basketball and soccer and all these things. And I can see that little bit of like, as she changes, uh, like fin- femininely, um, the insecurity is starting to come in and stuff like that. And it's, it's just like motherhood is this wild ride of, you know, a, a constant state of emotion. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm never going to, I never have a baseline. We're either super elevated or we're super like low. And it's mm-hmm. just like, I'm trying to like climb my way out of, out of both at the same time. So it's either I'm sad that my baby's growing up too quickly as a baby, or I'm sad that my baby is growing up too big as like an adolescent. It's just constant. And you can even say like, not even last baby, just babies in general, because as a mom, like, it just makes me mad that I have to do this with five more kids. And I have, well, I think last baby applies to anything, right? Like it's the time I'm going to have an eight-year-old. It's the last time I'm going to have this. It's the last time, like I have a a daughter and a son. So at eight, they're going to be completely interested in completely different things. So once my daughter goes through this, like we're done, I'll never have that again. Like we're done. And it's like, it's hard to find yourself to say like, Oh, I don't, I don't enjoy the stage. Right. Like I do. I genuinely enjoy being able to put my kids to bed at seven and not have to wake up any time at night. Right. Cody's like, I'm sending you the baby. I was like, no, he's only my baby from 6am to 6pm. <laughs> like that's it. Um, and so you're just kind of like, it's, it's a big ocean of emotion. 
that's what it is. And my husband's like, well, why are you crying? I don't even know, dude. Like, I don't know. I'm crying because like she blinked. That's it. And now I'm like emotional because she used to blink twice when she was a baby. Okay. Like, or like just staring part. at them. Like I'll cry just by looking at my kids and yeah. my husband will be like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I'm like, she's getting so big. And well, I think like, people think are like, big. yeah, people are like, they have to have these big life moments, right? Going into kinder and going into, you know, middle school. In that. I don't find, I mean, I've had my moments. And I found myself like, I have like, I have more emotion towards my kids in the day to day than I do. Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, I think no. most people expect like our husbands, right? They're going yeah. to kindergarten. Like that's it. He, he yeah. on the first day of school, my husband's like, are you going to cry? And I was like, no, no, I'm going to be fine. With my daughter, I cried when she went to preschool. With my yeah. son, I cried when he went to kinder. With this one, I was like, dear Lord, I'm praying for you, teacher. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's literally how it went. And so. Yeah. I think people expect him to be in this big moments, but it's like, it's not, it's that I'm playing Uno with my child now who can count and tell your colors. And she's like, you're cheating. And I I didn't cheat, but like, that's just her claim. Um, You know, and I'm playing these games versus like, I don't know, sitting there giving my kid a bottle. You know, my daughter used to be her little click, click shoes and her little stroller that she's pushed around. And now like, if I bought that for her, she's gonna be like, what is this baby toy? Like, like you used to love it, you know? And so I think it's just watching them like, function just like like we got you here like we and I know we still have a long way to go but once they start hitting that self like they can um, Mm -hmm. take care of themselves like they can get their cereal they can you know if they want something in the kitchen they can do it if it doesn't involve the stove like they can do it yeah my daughter gets herself ready for school um she doesn't let me put hair bows in her hair. She doesn't even let me do her hair anymore. And, well, and so I feel like, like they start to slip away into that, right? My daughter comes home, goes straight up to her room. She mm-hmm. goes, changes. She goes, reads her book. She goes, she does it. And I don't have to check on her. Like, I'm like, yeah. where's your sister? And they're like, she's in a room. She locked the door. She don't want us to come in. And I was like, okay, you know? And so it's like, when, when did I get to this stage? I don't remember. Like, just, just yesterday. I swear, it was yeah. just yesterday. You were playing with me in the kitchen, you know, and wanting to make these things. And it's, it's just hard. It's something that like I've done, you know, I've, I've given and I've given and I've given and I've given to you for the last nine years. And it's like, okay, now I have to give it to you in another way. And I'm not like, I'm not ready to let go of my little girl. Like I'm not ready to be like, oh, we're into this stage. Oh, we're learning algebra, you know, like we're like, I'm not there for it. And so I think it's, it comes like full circle, especially when I see her interacting with her siblings because she's a little mom, you know, she's oh, like, I know um, I love it, like, but we hate it. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Of, and I'm like, look, I'm right here. Okay. Like I don't need you to parent them, but also it's like, why are you telling him? No, I used to tell you, no, yeah. Like when are, when did you, when are, when are you My doing this? Like, I don't parent. know. She'll like, she'll be like, I'll say something. And literally as I'm finishing my sentence, she's like, mom Mm -hmm. said, I'm like, Mm -hmm. I got this. I don't need your help. And then, Mm -hmm. then I feel like shit because I'm like, she's just trying to help. But then at the same time, I'm like, your siblings are going to hate you. If you keep doing this, please stop. So it's like this never ending circle of of just drama. Motherhood is so dramatic. And (laughs) whether that's on my end or their end or my husband's end what are PMSing in like that thing messes me up too but um 
we just wanted to come share our hearts. If you're having a hard time with your last baby, I know. Or your first baby, whatever or your baby. First baby, any <laughs> babies, babies. I feel like you're going to have all of those memories, you know, all through in different stages. You know, there's different things that I enjoyed with one. I didn't enjoy the baby stage so much with my second because he was colic and I don't want to hear a baby scream all Listen, day. So that's my, not my favorite. My, yeah, my sister, my niece was colicky and that was my biggest scared like I remember googling yeah. like can when give baby colic because my mom would be like oh. you, can't, you can't have that baby outside he'll get colic and I'm like well I ain't doing that because that was terrifying and yeah I yeah it's like I don't want to I don't want there's just different things that you're going to enjoy and there's different things you're going to miss with each baby I'm not going to yeah. miss having an asthma attack you know in delivery I'm not going to miss that, but I will miss having that baby on my chest like that is I'm a germaphobe too, y'all. Like I, so I when they come out with any like mess, and I'm like, okay, was it on my chest? Like I'm like, mm, okay, <laughs> I'm, take up, wham. You know, you don't. I just, it's just so funny. How I don't know. Are. I always felt like bad because I never had a super emotional moment when my kids were born. Even Kyler, her birth was traumatizing. They mm -hmm. used like the vacuum to get her out, and like I remember watching him struggle, and it like popped off. Of her. It was bad, and. Even like when she came out, I didn't cry. I only cried. I think I cried with Caleb and I cried with Charlie and Caleb because they were all convinced he was going to die. And Charlie, she was premature. So and she came out blue. So those two, I was scared, but my other three, I was just like, I was excited. I was so excited and mm -hmm. I'll see, but I cry at other women. Like if I were to look at your pictures, I would ball, I would cry. But when it's myself, I'm just like, yeah, I did that. Like, yeah, well, I sometimes that's why I say, I feel like it, like, don't ever think of me weird. If I'm like, Oh my God, your baby's so cute. Oh my God, your baby's. If you need, I like, we're at a birthday party and this like mom and dad were passing the baby. And I was like, I volunteer to hold the baby. If you need help. Like yeah. I'm not a weirdo, but like, I just, I just want to help. Me like, baby. I, I just see babies, you know, and it's not yeah. even just babies. It's like, if I see your kid play and I'm like, yeah, play, like, let's play, you know, like you guys are welcome yeah. to play. I was talking to a friend and I was like, I'm the neighborhood mom. Everybody and their mother ends up in my driveway. And I, I call Cody. I don't know who these kids are. And I'm so scared. <laughs> somebody's going to get hurt. But like, also I don't want to send them away. Cause like they're little kids. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. And so I don't think you're ever going to lose that, especially as a mother, you're going to like look out for kids, you know, and have yeah. these, like these longings. It's like, you know, I just like, you never want to hear enjoy it, but like, enjoy it, like soak yeah. it all in, even on the hard days, like soak in whatever yeah. you can, you know, like I sit there and I have conversations with my, my oldest now. And I'm like, look, I need your, your help for this. Like, I need you to act this age that way. I'm not stressed out. Right. Like I yeah. need you, like, I expect this from a four-year-old. I don't expect it from a 10 year old. Like I don't like there's different, you know, different rules and things that apply because you're older and you understand more and you comprehend, you know, uh, like you tell your little one not to go out in the street. And he's like, why? And my daughter's right. like, cause you're going to get run over my car. Right. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I, I have these conversations with her and I'm just like, I'm just enjoy it as overstimulated as I get. I'm like, enjoy it. Just yeah. remember as you know, with mother's harder. day, yeah, it, it gets, gets harder. harder. And with mother's day, like, you know, yesterday, I think it's like a slap in the face, like wake up, remember, like your kids just, they just Facebook want you. <laughs> yeah. They just want you. They want my kids are like, when's mother's day. And I was like, don't worry about it. Like, don't worry about it. Like, don't yeah. worry about it. You're not, it's your, you're five years old. You're not going to go to the store anyway. Like, right. don't worry about it. You know? And, um, it's, it's a really great reminder to, you know, soak it in and enjoy the moments and just to be 
be easy on yourself on the hard days. You know, there's like, I think you really need a friend in motherhood to lean on and to vent to because I'll call Cody and be like, she won't catch these hands, but I don't want to do that. So like, help me. (laughs) Or about homework or about all kinds of things. Like we were texting and you know, she's like, I'm so overstimulated. Can I put them to bed? And I'm like, I'm on my third drink girl. I'm right there with you. (laughs) Like that. It is hard motherhood. It gets harder. And like, and not even in the sense of parenting, it's just like, it's hard because you're watching them grow up and you have to mm-hmm. let go. And then you're reminiscing on when they were babies and when they needed you. And as they get older, and then it's scary out there. Yeah, like I, I have so to put much. my kid out into the scary world, you know, stories no, from school come home. And I'm just like, uh, you know, I sound hurt, right. You don't expect bullying in kindergarten. My son was being bullied over his cup. Like I was like, I don't understand it. So there's just so many things. And I think Mother's Day is a great day to sit there and just soak it in. Just be yeah. in the moment with your kids. I know this airs after. So enjoy the Monday after Mother's yeah. Day. <laughs> Call unless, it Monday Mom's unless Day. Unless <laughs> you subscribe to the coffee pot and then you heard this before Mother's Day. So yeah, happy okay. Mother's Day to um, our subscribers, but also happy Mother's Day, belated Mother's Day mm-hmm. to the rest of our listeners. We are I just so want to say... If you're longing to be a mother, happy Mother's Day to you. Yes. Because I know, you know, there's there's you people who want to be out. moms. Yeah, there's people who want to be moms. There's people who are struggling to be moms. There's people who have lost little ones. I know my um my aunt, we lost our cousin. I think we're going on two years now. And that's a it's really hard. It was hard on me and I'm just the cousin. Like he was yeah. my one of my close cousins, but I couldn't have ever imagined, you know, losing my my child. I just can't, especially yeah. Once they're big and grown and you're like, I made it, I made it, you know, they're safe, they're sound, they got this. And so to all the mamas, to all the mamas, happy Mother's Day. As mothers, we know how hard it can be to explain deployment to little ones. That's why we created our own children's book, describing a tool near and dear to our hearts, a deployment wall. Kylie is inspired from our own family's deployment preparation, and we're confident she can help yours too. Order your copy of Kylie and the Deployment Wall on Amazon today. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.